Sean Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast. It publishes on youtube.com slash Capri and podcast services around the globe every single Monday. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening, for telling your friend, for telling your mom, for telling all of your, your entire family at whatever holiday get-together you, you did. Um, man, I thought my voice was a little bit more warmed up for that. It's not exactly the first thing in the morning. I've already gone out. I've shoveled the snow. I've frozen my fingertips back on. They've thawed. I've got my coffee. I've got my Diet Coke. How are you guys? I'm coming at you, man. It kind of like got stuck there with the hay. It kind of like got that. Usually it kind of goes like a, a, a upper. I don't know if you guys have really ever, um, if you've broken down the hay, the scream. But I feel it. Every like it kind of starts out a certain way and then it usually kind of like dips or my, my voice kind of clicks into another space anyways. What am I even talking about here? Two minutes on the damn, on the damn scream. I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, because we're going to have a lovely chat with Eldorn, Andrew Watson, a, a, a lovely man, lovely person, lovely family man, uh, with a hell of a collection, man. I am so excited to share this conversation with you guys today. Uh, but if you're new, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. And if you want to be on the show, or if you just want to let me know that you like it, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean Lake Connery, Capri like the pants. I did a dumb thing last night. I, uh, after Halo Saturdays, I, I went over to my old man recliner. I popped my, my chair up. I got under two nice warm blankets because it's cold. It's Canada, man. We've got to have like, you're, you got to double up on your blanket situation here. Okay. Especially when you're, when you're getting old, like I, <laughs> you get, you always have to wear like an extra vest or whatever. I, I'm trying to remember, like my grandpa was always cold, it seemed. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of transforming into that, but I got a little too cozy and fell asleep on my recliner. And this morning I, at about three o'clock in the morning, maybe four o'clock in the morning, I'm like, oof. Not very comfy, and I, I transfer, I zombie walked from the recliner up to my bedroom, up into the bed, and like my head is just killing me, man. <laughs> and it's like, it's not like some of the times I fall asleep on the recliner, which is far too many, let's be honest. Uh, it's every time I do this, I wake up with like a splitting, and it's not even a split, it's, it's a headache. It's a situation. So Advil has been taken. I'm trying to, I'm doing my stretches. You know, this is where I'm at. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do my stretches a little bit. Uh, but otherwise, I'm in good spirits. I hope you guys are in great spirits. And if you're not, hopefully this will pick you up just a little bit. That's what we're here for, man. We're here to support each other, be there for each other. Um, man, this is, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but while I was, um, speaking of supporting each other, uh, I was, I was, um, I had a great time playing Halo with a bunch of people, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, Halo Saturdays. We got one more of those left before Christmas kind of like takes over. So if you guys are, are curious about Halo and whatever this Halo situation is, Halo Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. So after I finished, I went over to, like I said, my recliner. I was planning on, pl I played a little bit of games. I played a, I fired up a game called Fury. This is a game I've talked about. I probably talk about this game once a year because I think I play it once a year. Very much a Christmas kind of game for me. It's a, it's not a Christmas game in and of itself, but uh, a number of years ago, this is probably five or six years ago, um, Fury came out on PlayStation Plus and I was uh, visiting my parents' house. I think this was before the kids were born, actually, must have been, and I was looking for games on my PlayStation that I could kind of play with my brothers because like we never really get together. But for Christmas, like we were we were just hanging out at my parents house a lot. So I was looking through my library and I'm like, what is this Fury game? And it's funny because I was looking for like co-op games. It couldn't be more opposite. It's a single player boss rush game. It is it's excellent. And what I like, I was just trying to 
I was just trying it out. I haven't had an experience like that where I just fire up a game. I have no idea what it was. I just wanted to, to find out what it was. And then I just played it for like hours, dude. Like there is the game itself is very special, but like that experience also was very special. Like I have so many great memories attached to this game. So it has it has become my um a game that I can kind of play like once a year, whether I played through all of it, I'm not sure if I'm going to do that right now, but it was, I was kind of feeling the things last night, man. I was in my chair and I wanted to just play fury. This it seems like this is the time. So very, very cool. Like it's kind of like a little mini tradition for myself. Uh, but in any case, I don't know why I got off on that track. Cause what I wanted to tell you about was I was sitting on my, <laughs> sitting on my recliner, just reflecting on, you know, things are, things are actually going pretty well. Right now, overall, feeling pretty good. Things are challenging, but trying to, you know, rise above, as as my good friend Ray Osorio would say. And um, I started flipping through these stupid YouTube shorts, man. What am I doing on these? On the, I hate it. It's just absolute garbage until I find, like, this one. There's this one guy who, I don't know if you guys have seen it. He he kind of, like, holds up a sign. And, like, he holds up a sign. Something that says, like, you know, if you're if you're feeling down or if you feel like uh, nobody cares for you, if you're feeling that something, whatever. He kind of has, like, this call out. Like, come give me a hug, take a flower and come and give me a hug. I'll, I'll, I'll help you. And he's like, I don't know. He, he obviously gets something out of like the YouTube side of it, but like, I just was kind of taken by, by his like compassion and he just wanted to help people and people really needed it. And so, yeah, I kind of was feeling the things. And <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea comes downstairs and I'm, I'm down the rabbit hole at this point. I'm probably 10, 15 minutes into just like, I, I click out of shorts. I click into his channel. I'm just like watching video after video after video of him supporting these people who are just so so sad and looking for something and he's there giving them a hug telling these strangers that he loves them and he's thinking about them and how meaningful that is to these people and i'm just like i got a teardrop running down my face and chelsea comes downstairs (laughs) i I click out of it and she's like so like what are you doing and like because she she hadn't seen me i'm I'm like i'm watching these stupid emotional (laughs) youtube videos and she just looks at me like that is not what I was expecting right now. But in any case, that was my night. <laughs> just being moved by compassion, the the kindness and support of others. And uh, yeah, man, that's where I'm at right now. Speaking of support from others, I want to thank the damn near 70 people over at Patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. You guys are amazing. Many of you have been there since day one of the Yumi Capri's. Many of you have been here since like the make us better days, man. It's been a long time. I appreciate all of your support. You really do, even though it's the, it's a different name, but you really do make us better. And I want to quickly thank our amazing supporters like our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro. He's the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. And Jonathan Brown, my friend, the man behind the music, the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You can support Jonathan Brown at youtube.com slash P-M-E-N-T. Platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller. It's been great catching up with you, my friend. Trucker Slot, same to you, my good dude. And all of the gold members, Argo, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, uh, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, Xavier Reyes. You guys are incredible. I get to hang out with like many of you guys all the time. That is the coolest thing about all of this stuff. It's about community. It's about friendship. This is the thing that you guys are going to hear more and more from me in 2022. We, Ryan and I, were already thinking about next year, you guys. We're getting through this year. There's something that you should probably be watching out for in our content this week. Patrons, I'm not allowed to tell you yet, but but by the time this goes public, you'll you'll see. You guys will know. 
very cool things happening this week. Lots of cool things. So check it out. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. But I want to get into my com- um, I was going to talk about comics, but I'm not going to. I've taken up too much of your time already because it's time for Andrew Watson. He's a genuinely lovely person. And kind of like Jordan last week, he reached out a little while back. Uh, we recently met up at Fan Expo. Um, he's into cosplay. We're going to talk about his collection. We're going to talk about a lot of things. He's doing a podcast called Eldorn's Nerdy Travels. You follow him on Twitter at Eldorn14. Links are in the show notes. Here he is, my new friend, Andrew Watson. like one of the best collect and i've seen a lot of people pop up on the screen man over the years that is one of the best collections i've ever seen man holy crap oh, thank you thank you yeah it's uh been uh, a long time uh, in coming <laughs> i feel like i got a different view of it on your extra life stream yeah so when we were doing extra life i had set up my tv just to the right of me here yeah so that we could play off the big screen and now i'm just looking at my computer monitors so yeah usually the tv's kind of right behind me here do you mind if we just sort of like launch right into it i feel like i've been surprising some people lately because like the whole thing records so like like yeah no for sure let's jump on in let's do it (laughs) yeah absolutely it's all i think i've done almost 300 episodes i've almost never given anybody like the heads up but i'm like okay (laughs) i feel like that's kind of maybe maybe rude or i'm not sure what because i I was on Nintendo Dads and um, didn't know we were on the show until I half an hour into it. I'm like, oh, that's how that feels. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, it could be fun. But man, like, yeah, walk me through. Like, I feel like we could just do like a tour. I feel like you could grab the camera and just kind of like walk around your room. You've got like so, you've got, like, even the the Donkey Kong conga drums down there. Yeah, got a set of those down there. Oh my gosh, Um, dude. Yeah. So I guess basically, um, I, have I've had most of the stuff just building up my entire life. Like I still have an NES that I had when I was like three or four. It still oh works. I still gosh. play it to this day. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. It's just years of years of collecting. It's. Um, have you just like never know, traded I've, anything in? Like have you never like because you have that original NES. Like first of all, where yeah. did that come from? Like it was it must have been a I, Christmas present just, or something like that, or just arrived. I have no idea. I think. My parents um, um, had it. My, my mom used to actually play quite a few video games, so yeah, I, I think it was hers at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I've had that forever. Uh, the only thing, we, we did trade in the, uh, Super Nintendo at one point and our original PlayStation. Yeah. That was the only thing I've ever traded in, and I've reacquired those since. Mm-hmm, but, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the motivation between trading those in? Like, were you, were you upgrading to the next system? Like, I feel like that's that's my yeah, story every, so. every time. Yeah, to try to get a little cash. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we sold the Super Nintendo because we had the PS1 and we're like, woohoo, we don't need this anymore. And then, uh, <laughs> yes, same, same thing when the PS2 came out. And mm-hmm. well, the PS2 played the PS1 game. So what's the point of keeping your, your oh, PS1 absolutely. anymore? Yeah. yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. your yeah, history of games able- is legit, man. Like you've been there the whole time. Like basically, like you don't have a memory without playing games or having that as part of your life. Like I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's, it could be different for other people. I don't feel, think I've, I've seen anything quite like this before. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah, whole, yeah, like you said, my whole life we've, uh, yeah, had games in the house, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. What is your mom's take on games now? Like, did she sort of just, like, give it up after a certain time, or? Yeah, so I don't know exactly when the time was, but it was around the PS1, I think, kind of when they stopped playing games. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the motivation was. They just got into other things. I think, uh, yeah, it might have been just that we were old enough to watch ourselves now and they didn't have to be at home as much. So they just <laughs> were, were able to do more fishing and stuff like mm-hmm, that. But mm-hmm. uh, 
but um, yeah, she was definitely big into games when I was younger and, and was a big influence on why I'm so big into games now. What, well. el- what else is she like? Like, I'm very curious whenever like a parent and, and I feel like now it'll just be like the way it is. All of us kind of like 80s kids grew up and now we're parents and, you know, right. we're all we're all video game dorks. But I feel like it's it's a lot more rare to hear back in the day. It was always like the parents would buy the kids their video games to kind of like, you know, parent themselves like for us to kind of keep yeah, busy yeah. somewhere else like it's it's rare right. that um that a parent will game or um yeah i feel like josh stapleton is with somebody that comes to mind i think his mom played tetris a lot but yeah like yeah. i'm curious about about your yeah, mom yeah. yeah tetris was a big one for my mom uh but she played um zelda and yeah mario as oh, well snap, and crystal dude. yeah crystalis on the nes was a big one for her. i don't think i know uh, what that is what the heck is that yeah yeah, it's another like action RPG kind of thing. You run around getting different types of elemental swords, fighting monsters. And, Man, yeah, it's a fun one. This is why you uh, and Ryan like really hit it off in in Toronto. Like, right, you guys have so. the, <laughs> that encyclopedic history, man. Like you know all the things. I love it. Yeah, I mean, Ryan has so much knowledge in his brain that I don't even come close to. But yeah, I do very much enjoy talking to him because yeah, I man. appreciate what he's got in there for sure. Um, but yeah, after she after the NES uh, on the Super Nintendo, she played through um, A Link to the Past and got me into that game as well. Lots Golly, of Mario. Uh, yeah, we played Ms. Ms. Pac-Man together a lot on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I remember that one too. And then uh, the last big one she got me into was Final Fantasy VII on the on the PlayStation One. She, what grade she were you in? All, what grade were at you that, at? Final Fantasy VII probably would have been four or five. Grade oh, four wow. or five. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Seems like a big yeah. deal. Like I was in, I feel like I was, I think I was grade seven when final, oddly enough, when final fantasy seven came out. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking like that was enormous, that game and, and neighbor, Matt, my, yeah. my, my friend growing up, like he was always into the final fantasy two or four or whatever you'd call it. Like, and I just, they were right. too big for my brain. And so like, yeah, final fantasy seven at grade four seems like just gigantic, man. Mm-hmm. So that was the first one that we really got into. I remember we went to a, we we're just at a video rental store once the first time I ever came across Final Fantasy and that was Final Fantasy three. I like, yeah. picked it up off the shelf. I'm like, mom, we got to get this game. I know it's just like Zelda, <laughs> not like Zelda at all. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but... That, that was my first experience uh, with Final Fantasy. Why, what did you know about it? Like, did you, did you actually think in your head, like I, it was kind of like it? Maybe the, the, the perspective oh, maybe, or what? I guess so. I have no idea where that came from. Japanese. I, sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I de- I definitely wasn't cognitive of yeah where games were coming from, whether it was right. a Japanese game or anything like that at the time. But yeah, there was a look to them. There was still a look to them for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we're making decisions based on the boxes, anyways. Like that's something that I think we forget too. Oh, hundred like percent. Unless you got into maybe, did you ever have like Nintendo Power or anything like that? Eventually, you kind of no, get into it. No, we we never had the magazines and stuff. My wife did growing up. Yeah, she, uh, we still have oodles of her. Um, nintendo powers but yeah we never nice. had them in my house yeah i'm gonna have to have so. her on the on the show as well because i feel like you guys both have oh, yeah. like this rich gaming history and yeah you're yeah, just both sure. into it still yeah man that's awesome yeah so we went the playstation route my parents bought playstation after the super nintendo mm-hmm. so then i didn't get back into into nintendo stuff for a few years later when uh, i was able to start buying my own stuff again mm-hmm. uh but then yeah she was n64 to gamecube and then we both kind of met up at uh, we and going forward again so. <laughs> that's awesome what made you go yeah. playstation was it just it was just final fantasy 7 like i feel that was I such have, a lure i honestly have no idea why my parents bought a playstation instead of an n64 oh that's so I'm, interesting i'm guessing maybe it was because the games were cheaper yeah if i had to guess yeah but uh yeah i'm not really sure man like i just don't even remember really even having like a a rock solid idea on just like what the ecosystems were really about like you understood obviously 
Mario and Zelda and everything. You kind of got that sense. But I feel like games back then were just so randomly priced. I don't know. I remember like looking like a okay, Sears yep. catalog or like the wish list, like for the holidays or whatever. It's just like a bunch of random stuff. You just never really didn't really know. And maybe maybe the same could be said now when you look at like, especially this past week, like all these deals that have been oh, going yeah. on. Like, what the heck, man? <laughs> just been, yeah, it's good times. I, yeah. Have you been have you been <laughs> perusing the, yeah, the cyber sales? A little. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you pick up? Um, so the big ones were the latest Pokemon games. Yeah. So they were they weren't on sale, but uh, I collect the PC optimum points. Oh, very those, nice. Those are great. And they do. They have, um, yeah. Black Friday has like a bonus redemption event where you cash in your points and you get a lot more money worth. Of oh, that's really of, smart. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. So you can save them up for Black Friday. So I cashed in one hundred and thirty dollars worth of points and got two hundred dollars worth of credit. So that is huge. But, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay. But the problem man. is the problem is you have to pick up games from like Shoppers Drug Mart, which doesn't have the the best selection right like they had the pokemon games but they didn't have the latest mario party i wanted to pick that one up as well oh wow uh, so i so i picked up the two pokemon games and Topia because yeah. i think my kids, my kids are gonna really like that one so oh that's a good call yeah mm -hmm. nice yeah they're they're at, they're at the age now where they're really into like creating their own characters and making their own heroes that are going to go off and fight bad guys. That's so that kind best. of fits into their whole wheelhouse right now. So that's uh yeah. Metopia is like overlooked, I think for the most part. And I don't know if like you've had this realization too, but like this, this notion of not all Nintendo games are for all people. And then you have kids right. and then you're like, Oh yeah. Like this is actually amazing. It's perfect for them. You hand it off to them. And it's, it's, it's a very joyful thing to like find a game. That's not just, Oh, hopefully they'll play any video game. It's, it's actually good for them. It seems like they've, it's been created with them in mind kind of thing. Right. For sure. Yeah. Nice, man. Oh, well, yep. dude, like, I feel like, again, I could just like walk around your, your entire room. What about the, the like the red Game Boy? Like, is that a, is that a uh, pocket or a color or the, yeah, the... yeah, that one's a, that's a color. Oh my god! Actually, I, I ordered this one from Japan just because it was a lot cheaper than picking one up from here. But uh, when does that yeah, ever happen? A lot of the stuff, well, at least it used to be, where you could import it from Japan for a lot cheaper than you can get it here. But, dude, you sound great. Like, your whole, like, setup. Like, I kind of want to oh. chat to you about, you You sent me a message back in June that I want to get to. But, like, yeah. you seem to have gotten into things. Like, your message back in June was uh, asking about, like, getting into content creation. And if I had some sort right. of, like, you know, motivational episode or yep. something talking about it. Which yep. was very nice just to have you like come up out of the out of the woodwork like just kind of letting us know that you're out there and you're listening and by the way do you have this thing i'm like that always just is the best when when somebody reaches out yeah. like that but it seems like since then i don't know that i did anything to really help out at all um but oh, yeah no. like you've got your snowball you've got your whole setup man like you you seem to be doing it yeah so the snow yeah the snowball has been here for a long time i have an old elgato that i've had for years and i've always just just toyed around with it and never really dove into anything yeah so yeah even after i even after i sent you that message i listened to the episode i'm like yeah he's got a good point i should just start throwing stuff yeah. out there but then then still didn't do it for a couple months and yeah. then uh but yeah i guess it was yeah right after fan expo i'm like you know what i'm just gonna start doing a podcast and start throwing things out there yeah i got like five episodes into my just my own show i just do like 20 minutes a week that kind of thing just just practicing trying to get some um yeah, practicing with audio editing and everything else. But uh, what's it called, man? I didn't realize you're doing. That. Why didn't you tell me? You got to tell me these things. You can... <laughs> what the heck is a podcast called? I got to get on get on this. It, it's just on Twitter. Yeah, 
uh, or I posted on Twitter a few times anyway, but yeah, Eldorn's dirty travels. And I just, I talk about a random topic every week, pretty much. Um, the very first one I did was right after Fan Expo. So I, I talked about our weekend at Fan Expo. And, nice. Uh, meeting you guys there. And uh, yeah, just kind of pick a different topic every week. Uh, yeah, I covered my whole history with games a couple weeks back. And then last week. That would have been helpful. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> to listen to you. <laughs> My, my wife joined me last week and we went over her like first part of the history and then where we left off is kind of where we met. And then our, the next time we have time to get together, we're going to record an episode. Like, I love of, it. Like, so what, that's been fun. What do you mean you're posting on like, are you posting like audio stuff on Twitter? Or are you like, oh, is it on oh, RSS? Oh yeah. It's on an RSS. You yeah, can find okay. it on Spotify and Pocket Casts and Apple and Google. There you go. Dang dude. Okay. Yeah. I got to get on this man. And and Eldorn was um, World of Warcraft, right? Is that what I remember? Yeah, as we that, just where, just as right. we were leaving Toronto, it was like, and it was a World of Warcraft thing. God, I'm gonna talk yeah. about that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So talk to so. me about World of Warcraft in terms of like how much of your life did you lose to it, and why? Yeah, just talk me through that. I think there's a lot to okay. un- unpack here. So World of Warcraft probably was, it wasn't as big for us as for other people. We got into it a little bit late, Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, um, we got in there. Got you there. Downloaded. There it is. Sub. Perfect. Um, It'll be in the show notes. Yes. So we got in at Wrath of the Lich King, played through till the end of Cataclysm, and now we kind of just go back casually as the expansions come out, play through the storylines, and and go from there. Yeah, we don't really sink a ton of time into it. We lost maybe two or three years where that was the only thing we played like just every day world of warcraft <laughs> just two it. or three years <laughs> yeah so like it's, like it's I, an I insignificant like amount not, of time <laughs> yeah i feel like it's not as bad as uh, some other people but uh, <laughs> yeah and it yeah. all depends on like what you're talking about like you're kind of keeping it relative and like in it's almost like dog years you know like it's oh, sure. it's it's just different in world of warcraft so and i'm kind of a dummy when i see when i'm talk about this kind of stuff i'm always curious to learn more about it because i remember just hearing the early stories about people losing their lives to world of warcraft and then i started seeing this is back at like when i worked at future shop like way long time ago um seeing like the free discs just show up like you can just get it started and all you got to do is like i think i don't even know if it was 10 hours free trial or something like that and I just didn't want to have like the subscription to it because I just heard people yeah. like leaving their jobs and leaving their whatever responsibilities they had. Like it really scared me, especially because yep. I really liked Warcraft, like Warcraft 2, especially like that was really where I kind of came to know that world and everything. You right. got into it like when the game was already up and running. It's been around for a long time. Like I'm not sure the the timeline for Lich King. Yeah, so that would have been. Oh, I'm not sure. That was 2018 when I, or 2008, sorry, when I got into that. So, yeah, three, a couple of years. years after yeah. Yeah. So, so you knew the dangers. Did you know the dangers? Like that you could, you could seriously sink some time into this thing? A little bit. I don't know. I, I basically started playing because I met a buddy at college that was playing it and he was like, here, you should play this cool. game too. Yeah. 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 Not much no. to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, who, how did that all go then? Like you spent two or three years, um, yeah, like, did you meet a bunch of people? Like, and where did your, where did your, where did Angela get in on this too? Yeah, right around the same time I did. That yeah. first, we we shared an account. We both had separate characters on the same account, and eventually, my, we migrated her character off onto her own account. We got two computers so that we could play together and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Oh but, my um, gosh, man! Yeah, and that's one of the biggest um, draws for me, both for world of warcraft and nowadays more for final fantasy 14 is that i can play it with her and we can both yeah. have our own characters and we're playing at the same time and it's it's 
it's good stuff. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. I love that. And I know you're going to do it on your on your podcast, um, but like, where did you guys meet? Was it video games that brought you guys together or did you meet somewhere else? I can't remember if we yeah. discussed um, this before. I was, I was friends with her cousin yeah, and um, we met through him at like a, at a church event. So we met mm. there and, uh, and then we, we actually hit it off over Mario DDR was the game that uh, what? brought us on, brought us brought us together yeah i've never so, even uh, heard of that that's awesome yeah like uh, i know ddr yeah yeah so there there was a mario ddr version on the gamecube and um she had that version and i did not i i had played a bunch on the xbox and then the first i heard about it was when i met her and I think either her cousin or some, somebody brought up DDR. So we started talking about DDR and then mm-hmm. she, she didn't, she didn't live too far away from his house. So she drove home, grabbed her GameCube and grabbed her dance mats and brought Mario DDR over to and, show you the moves, um, man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She was way better than me. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And that's how we hit it off playing. Uh, yeah. Mario DDR. What the and, heck kind uh, of music is it? Just, is it just, it's just mostly Mario, Mario just music, themes? just remixes from the Mario games. Yep. That actually sounds amazing. That actually sounds yeah, it's really good. Yeah, man, we don't have like anything like that anymore. Like, it seems like all those things have really gone away. Like we often talk about like these endless games and everything. And I'm not necessarily sure that we're going to get a lot of plastic instruments coming back anytime soon. But like everything, basically, it's just dance is all I can really think about is like where you really get up and moving. I mean, obviously, like ring fit, but that's not really what I'm not really what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Like that thing to get like the family like up and moving and just kind of like having fun, just kind of innocent fun. Uh, with each right. other seems like that's i don't know i don't know if we're ready for it what do you think man do we need that back yeah i don't know i, I would love to get some new ddr stuff happening yes for sure. yes like it's kind of a pain now i gotta hook up the gamecube and bust out the old mats and then i know right? got my converter to play it on my my current gen tv and coming mm. from like it'd be nice to just have a nice hd uh new ddr game come out but uh how much in your sort of like day-to-day i'm always curious about this ryan turford is somebody i'm always kind of miffed by as well like when it comes to retro games you obviously have such a love for it like how do you work that into your like day-to-day you've got ongoing games you play starter you play the the final fantasy these forever games but yeah like obviously with such a love for retro like how does that come into your monday through friday kind of thing yeah, I just I rotate them through. Basically, I usually always have kind of three games on the go. One that mm-hmm. I'm playing by myself, one that I'm playing with my wife, and then one that I'm kind of playing with my kids or whenever my kids are around. That's a cool way and to look that, at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then just having that, I I can kind of cycle through some older stuff with the newer stuff that I'm playing as well. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome, man. So you have it all kind of connected up to your your main TV right now. Do you have like a dedicated yeah. CRT? Like I know some people have a like that chosen I, yeah. tv <laughs> in the yeah. corner yeah so, yeah i still have my crt over in there the corner it is. and uh, um but yeah everything is hooked up through my main hd tv as well i got a, a retro tank and those are phenomenal at upscaling um just old consoles up to hdmi and uh yeah it just works beautifully i don't think i've seen one of those things i know there's just a ton mm-hmm. of options man when it comes to this stuff it seems like there's just yeah endless options really yeah, I feel like you've a, got it. You've literally got it like in little, your backpack next to you. To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at that. A little box like this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just put your composite cable on that side. HDMI out and it works great. Okay. That is, seven. that's the most elegant solution I think I've seen actually. For sure. Very, very yeah. small, very simple. Yeah. Not too, too expensive. It was about 70 bucks. And, that's uh, more than I would have yeah. thought actually. <laughs> just yeah. by looking at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but it works good though that's the thing there's no latency and all that sort of stuff like you could buy cheap ones off of amazon but mm-hmm. you try to 
when you're pressing the jump button in Mario and you're jumping two seconds later, it doesn't do you any good. Man, so. and you notice, I like, I wouldn't think of myself as somebody who would notice, like, counting frames or anything like that. Like, I would really right. be, I would, I think I would struggle with that most of the time. But yeah, like, input latency, especially for games that you just know the feel of it. Like, I don't think anybody's, like, literally going through there, like, mm, that's six frames off. Like, it's, but it is a feel to it. Like, Mario feels a certain oh, yeah. way. Absolutely. And that's, like, baked into your brain, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you got the whole setup, man. You got the, so like, have you sort of learned anything or have you had any, like, how has it been just getting into the content creation, the Twitch and the, you did extra life as well, like in the podcast thing, like has, like you were sort of hesitant at the start. How has it been now that you're into it? Have you like, are you kicking yourself or not starting sooner? Or are you like, are you getting through the things that you thought you'd be getting through? Like, how's that journey been? Yeah, definitely kicking myself for not starting sooner yeah there you go mm-hmm. if, I, if i had really put time into it eight eight years ago when i really picked started picking up this equipment and started dabbling it would have been yeah i would be much more uh, efficient at what i'm trying to do now for sure but <laughs> yeah. uh, i guess that's the other problem is i'm not really sure what i'm trying to do yet that's starting just perfect though i'm i'm just starting to throw things out and see mm-hmm. what i like i'm try to stream once a week and put out a podcast episode once a week. And I'm just started a new board game show too, with a bunch of my friends. And Oh, uh, little theme we got so, going here. This is yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. We had Josh mm-hmm. on the show a couple of weeks ago. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then, yeah, just learning how to make things sound better. I've made this sweet uh, pillow fort around me out of all my couch cushions <laughs> right now, just to try to absorb some of the sound in this uh, flat wall basement here. It works, dude. But, uh, it totally works. <laughs> it absolutely does. I think everybody yeah. should. It's so funny. Cause like, it's just what it's the camera's perspective, right? Like I see the yeah. wonderful snowball and the pop filter and the headphones and the whole, like the, the background and everything. And then, yeah, I don't get to see the, the yeah. pillow fort, you know, it's yeah. everything that's behind it. That makes it all, it makes yeah. it all work out, man. I love that. I think I should probably do because I mean, like, yeah, there's no carpet like anywhere, even in the whole house, man. Like, it's just we moved in. And um, actually, as soon as we moved in, the 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 basement was flooded. Um, I think it was like, oh, no, after we made the offer, everything closed. And then a couple of days before we moved in, there was there was a storm and stuff happened. So uh, they ripped up all the carpet. We replaced it with um, just laminate down here because we have dogs. And it just, yeah, it seemed like it was easier and but it yeah for a podcast studio not maybe not the best so every now and then i kind of get like the i look on amazon to look for some of those sound dampening kind of like the cone things there's the foam things but i like i don't actually have a lot of wall space because i i I want my damn whiteboards this is really where i should be like i should be covering all this stuff but yeah i just i get right on the microphone so hopefully it doesn't like echo everywhere else yeah get right in my head about it yeah man yeah. Well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're doing it, man. It's it's something that mm-hmm. I don't know. It's um, it's a really interesting journey for sure. And do you find I mean, you guys are both are you both kind of like at the same level in terms of like your your nerd your nerdisms like Chelsea and I are both a bunch of dorks. But like, I feel like mm-hmm. I can really overdo it, especially because I'm now well practiced at just like talking about games and I'm up. I'm obsessive about all the things trying to get all the coverage. And I'll go to where I'm like, you know, Halo's coming out pretty soon, right? And I got it. I want to talk to her about like the Halo stuff and like the embargoes and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, I'm trying to keep these kids alive, man. Like, right. <laughs> like go back to your podcast kind of crew. Yeah, no, we're, we're pretty much on, on the same level. Um, yeah. Yeah. We spent, yeah, before joined or joined you here, we were playing the new Pokemon games just yes. on the couch with our switches and yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> 
but yeah, she's always excited about the new games that are coming out too. We watched the, all the directs and stuff together. Oh, that's the best, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Who started the cosplay stuff? Because it's so interesting going through your Twitter bio. I feel like I could tackle each one. I was going to oh, yeah. tackle the first yeah, one, and I, but I'll, I'll jump back to it a bit. But it's like, that's perfect. Like you, you lay out your, yeah. your, your Twitter bio like perfect for like an interview like this. It's like, okay, let's tackle cosplay, uh, scuba guy, entertainment, um, yeah. tech guy. I think there's a couple electronics, I think it says. Yeah. But cosplay, yeah. like because this was the first uh, the first time we met was you cosplaying yeah. and something i absolutely recognized like just from the start right. absolutely first, knew it was stardew valley i'm a huge sure. fan yeah long time yeah. player <laughs> yeah so we went to uh our first convention 2011 so yeah we went to anime north together in 2011 and that was the first time going just jeans and a t-shirt and then you're right. walking around and half the people are in in costumes or and she definitely got into it first and kind of had to convince me a little bit at first i was like oh, i'm not sure if I, yeah. i'm gonna be down for that but yeah, that was uh, chelsea me too yeah but once once she could convince me then i'm just yeah into it just as much as she is now I'm, yeah you know building building all sorts of stuff and just about done uh, a kokri sword and deku shield that i'm just just about to finish up oh and, that's uh, awesome yeah, pretty, pretty sure or pretty happy with how that's coming together so yeah yep. how so, are you sort of like learning as you go like and again like i just wonder about like yeah. the, the crafting of it is so incredible and the materials i think it, there's there is so much creativity when it comes to cosplay not not just like the design of it but like you kind of have to you don't just go to a store and pick this stuff up like you kind of have to decide how are you going to stitch this stuff together and like how to affix it and i think you have to be oh, a yeah. pretty good friend with resin for some reason like <laughs> i think that seems yeah, to be sometimes. a yeah, a common thread yeah. here. Yeah. Um YouTube. Yeah. Is is kind of the short answer. There's sense. a lot of tutorials out there and yeah, I spend a lot of time just yeah, watching other people crafting and then trying it myself. Yeah. And trying to apply what I see in their videos to my own projects. And mm -hmm. um even doing some like tutorial videos like the sword and shield I'm doing right now. Um uh, a guy, uh Steve Smith, SKS props on YouTube has yeah, a whole start to finish build and that's kind of what i'm following along just practicing his techniques and i'm learning from them and yeah getting a cool um yeah a cool little prop when i'm all done with it so. are you because like in my mind it seems like cosplay you do for like the events like the cons and everything um is mm -hmm. that still has that is that kind of your take on it as well and is that been it must have been interrupted with covid and everything or do you just sort of like right. sometimes just do a, a cosplay just just because like just to make I it as as a project or craft. Yeah, so I I wouldn't build like a full costume for just just because, but I definitely built like um just individual prop pieces like like uh yeah I built the Doom Hammer from Warhammer for just for fun. So. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Is it, does this but. sort of like manifest in other ways? It seems like very tactile kind of stuff. Like your whole set up like your um your background, all your collectibles. You got your board games. You got your cosplay. Like this and. Correct me if I'm wrong. Tabletop is that that's different, right? When we talk about tabletop games versus like board games, like tabletop, like Warhammer. Like, are you into the miniatures yes, it, and yeah. things like that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, that miniatures was actually our kind of our gateway into table uh, board games. So, oh, okay. Uh, How yeah, so? We started. Uh, we started playing board games on the nights when it was just too much work to set up Warhammer. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just easier to set Should throw be most a board nights, game on to be game. honest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Talk to me about why I'm a dumb dumb when it comes to Warhammer. Neighbor Matt, uh, my best friend growing up, uh, he was kind of dabbling into it. I don't even remember how he it just sort of like showed up one of these days. And I remember just like, again, sort of like Final Fantasy, like totally over my head. 
how do how does one just like get into this thing? It seems enormous. It seems really hard to do. You you meet somebody else that plays and <laughs> yeah, he, he shows you. Yeah, and he's like, look how cool this is. And you're like, wow, that is really cool. Let me do that too. <laughs> so like, what's your first um, kind of like experience into it? Like dapping, like when you're on your own, you could be playing, you could, you know, go to somebody else's house and play. Yeah. But like, what's your first sort of like experience, like getting your own like miniature set? Are you painting them on your own? Are you like, how do yep. you, yeah. What's your first kind of dipping your toes in? Yeah. So we kind of first got into it through the Lord of the Rings game because we're we like the Lord of the Rings movies and then we found out there's a Lord of the Rings miniatures game. Oh, um, yeah. So we had bought the Lord of the Rings starter set and then we had a friend um, who heard that we are starting Lord of the Rings miniatures. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't want to play that game. You want to play Warhammer. <laughs> and he showed us all, all his Warhammer um, armies and, and got us into that. And then, then we started building Warhammer instead. Warhammer like all these things are so you require so much commitment to it and you're just sort of like in all of the things like cosplay hard to do casually I'm just I'm just saying I'm just gonna list these things oh man it's hard to do these things casually yeah but that's kind of um part of my problem is I do try (laughs) to do all these casually and I don't do any of them nearly as well as I would like to because I want to do them all still there's so many right oh my god yeah yeah so yeah, like what was your first, like, was it like a birthday present? Like what was your first, like you, you're getting home, like you're going to do it now. Like how do you, how do you finally take the plunge? Uh, no, it was just a matter of after I was introduced to the game, we just went to Games Workshop and I bought a starter set of orcs versus dwarves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my, my friend had played uh, dwarves and I played orc, or orcs and goblins. So I kind of traded the extra dwarves I had away with him for some of his extra goblin models. And then Angela had picked up... Uh, a bunch of lizard men was her first army. So she picked up a box of lizard <laughs> men. The and best stuff, man. I love this. And they come, yeah. do they all come just like blank and you have to paint them or do you yeah. have to? Yeah. 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 So if you've ever done a model car or something like that, yeah. they're just on a sprue. All the pieces are on a sprue. You cut them out, glue them together, and then you got to you, you paint them from, from scratch. Was they're that not like daunting or was that like the, the exciting part a about bit, it? Sure. Yeah. A little, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was definitely brought in because I was interested in the game, but by the time I really developed them now at the point where I just enjoyed painting the models more than I do playing the game. Yeah, for sure. Did you um, have like an artistic sort of like proclivity before that? Like, were you want, were you drawing redoodling before that? Like, it seems, seems I, like a lot. Yeah. I'm not a very artistic person at all, actually. And I cosplay get, uh, models, <laughs> but I, I can, I learn basic techniques and stuff just from, youtube and watching other people do it and just trying to copy what they're doing and learning sure. learning from them but I, I can't like just pick up a model and paint it beautifully myself angela is much better at that than i am yeah um but i need to like watch somebody else's techniques and then try to mimic that on onto my own figures and, and I, same with cosplay i'm pretty similar in that way i have a feeling you and i are similar on that front but there is a there's something to be said about just like looking what that guy's doing like oh, okay i kind of get it and then you try it and mm-hmm. then it seems to it seems to work because you just you yeah. just wanted to like I'm not I'm I am no artist by any stretch of the imagination, but there's I've had my moments. I've had a couple like things mm-hmm. where I've, I've drawn something like, look at that. Like, go me. I could I want to yeah. do this more. Yeah, like, sure. I, I, I'd i love to I'd love to draw more, get into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's part of it, too. Celebrating like the go be part. Yes. You can, you can paint a miniature and you're copying somebody else's and you're like, this sucks compared to that guy's. <laughs> but. But if I just look at it as, no, I painted this miniature and yeah, you don't man. compare it to the other guys and you're like, I made this awesome miniature. Mm-hmm. 
but is it I'd endless it seems like it's endless like you could oh, just yeah. there's it, there's sure. yeah like you could you could get i mean you could even just get the same miniature the same like character or whatever and just practice your painting on that single oh, yeah. model over and over and over again or like i don't know is there like even a is there a possibility of like collecting all of the things it seems like that would just oh no it would take up your whole basement so. yeah like yeah by the yeah. time you bought the last thing, even if it's in a single transaction, they would have released more stuff for you than to catch oh, up on. Sure. It's just this yeah. constant flow Absolutely. of new products, man. Yeah, for sure. That's too much. So yeah. where do you guys where do you guys typically like get all the painting done? Or is it like is it like in the basement there, but also I don't know, like how do you even have time for any of this stuff? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I gotta mix and match it and do everything mediocre and then I still have fun with all of it. So Yeah, that's the uh, best, but yeah. dude. Right behind me, we're behind those white shelves there. We have a crafting room that's all set up for, for cosplay. And I got like a painting booth in there for painting miniatures and everything. So, so much of, of it is the space. Out, it's similar yeah. to content creation, like your podcast setup and everything, I think, too. Yeah. Like you need you need the space. You need your like your shelves. You need the, the right tools, the right painting stuff. Like you kind of just you don't you don't ever want to sit down because this is kind of how I end up doing it. Like um, we built a couple rockets for the kids, which has me thinking about this stuff. Actually, I'm like, hmm, there could be a little parallel in there because I really yeah, yeah. enjoyed I really enjoyed that. Um, but, yeah, you don't want to be like right in the middle of it going like oh, I need this different paintbrush or I need something else. Like you just need your space. There's something very nice about yep. setting up your own space, I think. Yeah, especially for for painting minis, you don't want to. Yeah, you need to be able to just sit down and have all your stuff here. If you need to go into three different cupboards and pull out six different cans of bottles, little bottles of paint or different yeah. brushes from all over the place. If you if you have like a half hour setup time, you're never going to sit down and do it. So that's true. Do yeah. you think that there's yeah. parallels between because I, I feel like now thinking about getting into this sort of stuff, but also like you getting into like content creation, like. Do you think that there's parallels between the two, like something that might seem daunting at the first at first and then, yeah, setting up your space, getting your equipment, like all those kind of things? Like, yeah, like I feel yeah. like, yeah, they're kind of similar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I've done a very similar thing with my content creation stuff now where I have I got my camera mounted. I got my yeah, my capture cards kind of under my desk. Everything is in its spot and ready to go. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I set up is my mic. I just tuck it into my desk when I'm not using it. Yeah, it's everything, just, man. Yeah, and that is so. it's the same thing as, as soon, like what you just said there. Like, you, if you have a if I had a thirty minute like setup time to start this podcast every single week, like right. there's no chance, dude. And actually, yeah, I think absolutely. I think that has a lot to do with like in the early days when I was doing this. Like, I think I was ready to really shut it down because like the it was the after side that was taking me like way too long. So okay. first, I was really surprised. Like, man, like I, would, I had been listening to podcasts a lot back then, and for whatever reason, it just didn't occur to me like what it would be like to sit down for an hour or so with somebody else and like just do the recording like that amount of time was one of the first hurdles i had to get over and then yeah the after the three hours and then the, afterwards oh my god at it seriously it probably yeah. was like three hours how yeah. is how has it been for you what's your do you have any horror stories so far we all have our our scratches and yeah, our, our well, scars yeah so just like the first episode of this new show that i i started um half hour episode but yeah probably took me two two and a half hours to episode or to edit it afterwards yeah no doubt. just because my, my mic sounded terrible i had it set way too high it was picking up every little inhale and exhale and, right. and just everything <laughs> i'm in there editing every single one of those out one oh, at a time and yeah, it just been there. forever but 
but I think I'm kind of getting to the point now where it, it sounds a little bit better and going into Audacity. It's mostly yeah. just picking up the sounds I want. So I just have to do the big cuts when I trip over my words all the time. But yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I, you have like a it seems like across all the things you just seem to have like an attention to detail, maybe as the common theme, whether it's editing an audio or painting the things or whatever. Like it seems like and even the way that your 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 basement is set up like that's a that wasn't an accident like everything has its place mm-hmm. like the magazines have its place like the is yep. tell me are the game boy games are they in order of some sort is it seems like pokemon's on the top is it just the yeah, color? So the, yeah so it's yeah mostly just pokemon please and, don't knock them over oh my gosh i'll feel terrible for pointing right. it out no, it would no, be the vase no. and matrix right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean there's not a lot of game boy games there so but yeah it's just pokemon's kind of together zelda's kind of together and yeah some mario games but uh, yeah, I definitely try to keep things. It's a little bit messier than I would like because I have some Final Fantasy stuff here, but most of my Final Fantasy stuff's on the other side. It's like the... perfect for anybody. Like, obviously, it's not a video show. It's like it's a little messy. It's like it's immaculate. It is. Yeah. It's so nice. What's messy? What do you mean? Yeah. What would you what would you do differently? Well, it's just that it's just that I have random Final Fantasy stuff here and I just kind of wanted to put it there. So it's in my frame when I'm when I'm doing video stuff. Oh, but the I rest of the it. Final Fantasy stuff's on the other side of the basement. So it's in its real play okay okay well yeah yeah, i think you just proved my point (laughs) everything is totally fine when you think back on when you think like because you just have everything there man but like what is and it may be two different things your favorite versus maybe one of the most special consoles but like yeah like what's one of the i'll ask what's the most special kind of console in your in your gaming history yeah so i guess special would probably maybe ps2 yeah one that's coming to mind right now mm-hmm, i just remember mm-hmm. getting Go with your heart remember, yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. so probably the ps2 i was asking for that one for a long time because yeah. final fantasy 10 final fantasy 10 was out on the ps2 and that was really the only game i wanted to play but my um yeah my parents had got us our family a, a ps2 and they had got me final fantasy 10 but leading up to it the whole time they were convincing me that they had just bought me an nhl game even though i've been asking for final <laughs> fantasy for a long time i spent so much time on that website just um yeah, just looking over all the character profiles and stuff. Just oh, dude, that's yeah. great. There's something yeah, about just, I, I remember those days very, very well. Of just like you didn't have what you wanted, and you just like tried right. to take in whatever you could get to try and kind of experience it. Like you couldn't yeah. have it, but yeah, you'd go on the website and go, oh, all these characters. Like this is almost as good. You're just trying to like you're yeah. using your imagination. You're doing whatever it is. Yeah, that's really special, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the one that really really sticks to me. I think as uh, as most special. But yeah, growing up with the the Super Nintendo was great too. Like Chrono Trigger, yeah, probably one of my favorite games of all time. Just yeah, also good. And but now, man, the Switch is so good. Mm-hmm. And like sharing sharing the Switch with me and my wife and the kids, and we're all playing it together. And it's just the best time, Sean. <laughs> Seriously, it really like yeah. man. I think I just saw over Black Friday, at least in the UK, um, Switch is dominated again. And yep. another couple trillion copies of Mario Kart got sold again. So we're now we're pushing another couple of years before we get another Mario Kart coming. But it really is. It's I I am personally really loving it. We just got Lincoln um sort of a replacement, nice little cheap controller that he can probably ruin again at some other oh, point. Yeah. He's not touching a Joy-Con or a real pro controller for at least another yeah, five or six smart. years. And basically, yep. when he learns how to drive, that's when he can touch a real controller. I think this is what happens when you. Uh... Uh, oh no oh it's all all of it's gone just wrecked yeah just chewed it up like crazy yoshi's craft accident 
Yep. My yeah, he was two or three at the time. He got a hold of the case somehow, pulled the insert out, just started eating it. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's bound to happen. I I remember vividly and specifically like ruining things at my parents' house of like, and I probably should have known better. You know, like what at one point. I was just trying to like go for a bike ride and I had fallen on my bike so many times to the point where like the brake on it, like it kind of, um, it got worn away cause it just kept, I kept falling over and, and so it was just the exposed kind of steel underneath or whatever the metal is under. So yeah. nice and sharp to, if I touched anything, like let's say the side of my parents' minivan for oh, nice. the whole side of it, just like, why did I like pull it away? Like as soon as oh, I just man. like brush up again, I just kept walking and I remember my dad going yeah. like, what are you thinking? I'm and and I yeah. have the same moments with Lincoln now. Like yeah. Link, like yeah. you're a smart kid, buddy. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. And it's the same. We're the same. Absolutely. It's just yeah. yeah. So I'm just waiting for Lincoln to have like, you know, just to destroy something totally avoidable, something terrible, really expensive. And I'll just yeah. have to I'll just have to remember, like, you know, my dad didn't hit me that hard, so we'll just yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, it didn't really hit me at all. I got, I got the, yeah, you know, those, man, those are some probably things I could probably keep to myself. I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but talk to okay, so scuba diving terrifies me. Yeah, scuba diving is amazing. That sounds very scary. Um, I think there was a time in my life when I would have been a little bit more on board with it, but now I think I'm just as I age, I'm getting more and more scared of all the things. I, I would have been a. I would have gone skydiving at one point. Not a chance anymore. Scuba yeah. diving for I'm, sure. Mm-mm. Yeah, I have no interest in skydiving. Scuba diving seems way more safer. Interesting. <laughs> okay, how come? Yeah. What's the, yeah, it seems like if you're scuba diving, just do everything. Like, why not just dive into an active volcano? Like, what the heck, man? Like, right. Why stop at scuba diving, you know? I don't know. I think, I don't know. I've just always really enjoyed being around water, really enjoyed swimming, spent yeah. a lot of time at in at the lakes and stuff growing up. Um but yeah, um, yeah, scuba diving is just like you're swimming, but uh, you're just underwater. Yeah, but you kind of have to and take certain steps to make sure you don't die. Like to say it's just like oh, swimming, yeah, like bit. it's kind of you're kind of skipping a couple of things here. Like even oh, like yeah, coming back up to the surface, you kind of have to do it yep. right. You have to think about yeah. it. Just, just nice and slow. Everything needs to be controlled. And then you just got to keep a calm head <laughs> look when when you experience like deep sea diving via video games and it's either super mario who can hold his breath forever or the trauma of sonic the hedgehog where you better find a bubble kind of somewhere along the lines yeah. where he'll have just like this really stressful death man <laughs> like just really awful um yeah. yeah none of the there's nothing about video games that that would prepare you for how you're actually gonna have to scuba dive you know <laughs> so fair. What are like, what is your like training? Like, do you have like a, you must have some sort of certification or something. Yeah. So right now we just have the basic certification. We got certified two years ago, mm -hmm. my, myself and my wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Into 2019. How do you do um, that? So right what now, do you have to do? Uh, we just go to the local dive shop and there's, um, you take a bunch of courses um, in class and then they take you to the pool to, to do all your basic training, show you how everything works. And then from the pool, you go, um, yeah, do some outdoor dives with your instructor mm -hmm. and uh yeah they're basically teaching you the ropes and your final dive is to just go do a dive as you would on your own and they kind of grade you make sure you're not going to do anything dumb yeah but yeah so we're only certified for 60 feet so mm -hmm. nothing really dangerous happens at 60 feet and everything has to be open water so we can't go under anything that would prevent us from going right up no to the caves surface. or anything 
right no caves not allowed going inside like a wreck or anything like a, like a boat that's been sunk or anything like that so i mean so. aside from like the obvious that maybe well maybe walk me through like why what is that that next level and why is it that much worse to like go what yeah in a in a wreck or something like what do you have to be mindful of when you do something like that well i guess mostly for that would just be yeah if you run into into trouble you need it's it's basically a lot of you need a lot of experience before you get to that point our next yeah. step would be able to go from 60 feet down to 100 feet because when you once you start going down to 100 feet uh then things start getting a little yeah your your air is going to run out a lot faster and and there's you're going to have um yeah more side effects and that sort of thing if uh what's a narcosis is the one yeah i don't know i should have just studied up on my deep sea diving before coming on here. <laughs> the but, pop quiz is here, man. Yeah, we're we're not quite there yet. But, yeah, uh, but basically, yeah, the deeper you go, the more dangerous things start start getting. But, what is uh, the sensation? Can you describe it? Because I feel like <laughs> this is yeah, so stupid. So, this is this is as far as I can like connect, and then you take me kind of like further deep down. So when I went like um, I did snuba diving one time, but I went snorkeling. Really, was the thing. Yeah. And this is where I realized I probably couldn't do scuba diving in my in my head before this. I'm like, absolutely. Like, give me the tank and I'll just go swim around. But I went like yeah. snorkeling and <laughs> I, I kind of tried to do a dive like the fancy people who were yeah. who were taking us around. And I and I tried to go like vertical straight down. And as yeah. soon as my feet left like the air and kind of got submerged, I was basically so my head was essentially five feet, nine inches below the surface because yeah. that's as tall as I am. Right. I'm like, that's far enough. That's that's good for me, like because my ears were kind of like getting a little crazy oh, yeah. and I it felt like I was really deep and I was, yeah, basically the length of my body below the surface. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically every every 30 feet you go down, you double the amount of pressure that's on on your body. Good. But God. That's, it's yeah, you learn how to equalize uh, basically your your canals and your your sinuses and stuff. And, yeah. And just balance out the pressure as, as you're going down. Is it just and the nose plug thing? Yeah, that that, that's essentially it. And yeah, but if you start going, yeah, like deeper than than 100 feet, you can start getting like, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's called narcosis, where you you basically just start acting drunk when you're that deep in the water, and it's really really no good. So you, yeah, this you is why I'm the, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, where we're at, we're at usually doing our, our dives between 30 and, and 60 feet and it's very safe there. So yeah. that's, that's where we like, and that's where you see a lot of the fish and stuff, but uh, yeah. a lot of the local, a lot of the local wrecks in the great lakes are, are deeper at the, at the hundred, hundred foot mark, hundred, 120 foot mark. And what uh, kind of wrecks are yeah, over there? Just lots of the old, old, uh, trading boats and stuff, I guess, just oh, okay. that would go through the lake and through the, up through the St. Lawrence river and that sort of stuff. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping uh, that there would be some sort of like Canada U.S. war that would I didn't know was waged, you know, in the Great Lakes. Yeah. I think that'd be super cool to discover. Yeah, I'm, I know there's lots of wrecks like on the St. Lawrence and stuff. So awesome. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with all of them yet. And that would no. be me just like being interested in it, going like, "Oh, let's check this out," and getting myself into a terrible, dangerous situation. I tap a right. mine or something. <laughs> I think about like Finding Nemo. Or yeah, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, swim yeah, away, yeah. swim away. Nice, man. Well, what? Yeah, like, how do you, man? How do you, like, why did you want to get into that? Like, again, you were you were into the water and stuff, but like, yeah. were you surfing before? Yeah. Like, were you just, yeah, like, no. it seems, yeah, seems extreme. I think it kind of, I got the yeah, interest sparked uh, through one of my old bosses was was a scuba diver. Oh, that's so I worked cool. at a marine. 
I worked at a marina all through high school, just kind of working in the shop, helping people with their boats, filling them up with gas mostly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was always at a lake and he was a diver too and, and yeah. would do some occasional diving jobs and that sort of thing. I always thought that was cool. And then we did a bunch of snorkeling in, in Florida as well. And once I met my, my wife and then once, once you're snorkeling, I'm like, it'd be nice if I could just stay down there just for go. a while. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I love it, man. Yeah. That's so interesting, dude. So like, isn't it, but isn't it cold? Like you want to go to Florida, oh, like really to do this kind yeah. of like there's, there's better spots than yeah, where we are. Well, there's really good diving. Um, yeah. Around our area, but yeah, it gets cold. Now we went about two weeks ago and the water was about 57 and after about Ugh. 35 minutes, after about 35 minutes, we were real chilly. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't done too many big trips yet we've done gun or done florida a couple times yeah and then we're not we're not going anywhere for a while so we'll see what happens in the future but uh we'll do some more tropical trips at some point i love it man i want to i want to loop back here before we close things out but i want to loop back to you meeting angela you said that this was um what it it was your a friend's wait your cousin's friend's cousin what was it it was a relative like my my friend angela's cousin yeah So, so he was a friend of mine didn't he give you like the side eye like that's my cousin like what's going on no, here? he was all, he was all four he was super important, actually oh that's um, nice without him we, yeah it was um so we we met um on a sunday and then it was like a month here he left like the following day to go on a trip out wet or yeah out, out your way yeah. he was gone for like a month and we had we we're both like kind of messaging him and we didn't end up getting back together again until he came back from his trip about a month later and oh, then wow. he was finally able to back up again but uh yeah nice man oh super cool dude holy crap and then so what about the church thing like is that sort of like a part yep. of the story here like the like and part of your maybe oh, yeah, even absolutely. getting married like um yeah for sure the early connection yeah 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 so we've been uh yeah both very active in our in our church life our faith life and uh yeah we met um yeah through him like i said through her cousin and it was at his his profession of faith and uh yeah so we were i was there to support him for that and so was she and that's how we met and uh yeah nice well how does that yeah like now we're into we're getting into christmas here how does this sort of like yep. you know this was part of you guys connecting in the in the early days but like how does this sort of like manifest in your day-to-day lives now like is it a church on sunday or like and, and also raising oh, yeah. the kids now too like how does that yeah how yep. how do you practice day to day yeah yeah every, yeah every uh yeah every sunday we're going to church twice once in the morning once in the afternoon really and, holy cow uh, yep. yeah yeah and um yeah they, we, the kids go to a private christian school that's uh yeah kind of close to our, our house kind of just within that whole same community but mm-hmm. uh yeah we definitely wouldn't have met without it for sure <laughs> oh man that's amazing holy crap yeah. man well I really appreciate you carving out time this that well tonight really yeah. like it's super late in the Eastern time zone. I always appreciate the the accommodating. Um, sure. This is as early as I can really do it as I get the kids down and oh, yeah, we, for sure. Ellie and I went out to um, to Costco today. We had a nice little like daddy daughter kind of and that never happens. Yes. Like honestly, yeah. like once once in a million years. I think there's like I can count on one hand where I've I've done like yeah. something just me and Ellie. So that was that was pretty sweet, man. But um, yeah, got the kids down, got down here, record a little show. And I always appreciate just you, dude. Like you're just, you crush it with Extra Life, by the way. Uh, maybe we'll touch yeah, on that, that really, really quickly. But yeah, like yeah. you just, you hit, like how many times over did you beat your goal? Like and you had a big goal. You set out like for $1,000. Well, 
Yeah. Well, my original goal was 500. We hit that pretty, pretty quick. Yes. And that. Uh, and then we, I bumped it up to a thousand, and uh, yeah, we ended up hitting it. My uh, my grandma was huge in donating. My, oh, um, really? <laughs> she's she's probably about two hundred bucks just by my, just uh, my grandma herself. But oh, uh, yeah, I love that was it! Awesome. Oh no, you guys did yeah. you guys did great. It was one of those like, you know, I knew that you were looking to get into some stuff, and then I saw by your stream like this looks good, dude. Like it looks really, mm-hmm. it was it was really well done. And I I give Extra Life a lot of credit for getting me started i always think like you know it's such a win-win-win for everybody involved um if anybody needs like that oh i want to get started but i don't really know when and where or how blah 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 like not like extra life gives you the day it gives you the like you know the the urgency like get it done by this day have it figured out by this day um because if if not for that you just get it done whenever like you can always you can always put it off but extra life like there's that day um to drive Mm -hmm. you towards and then also just like it, it gives you all the tools. Like if, if you just, yeah. you could just stream with like their overlays and everything forever and just yep. constantly be fundraising for extra life. Like they give you everything you need, man. It's really yep. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I used a bunch of their over or overlays for the last couple of years. This year, I, I figured out how to make my own track mat out of their, their logo. Yes. All, all my transitions used an extra life, uh, track mat, uh, transitions. So that was sweet. I love it. But, well, yeah, we're going to be planting seeds for next year. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about this. I don't know what the heck it's called. This new damn variant. It sounds like a transformer oh, just, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. anyway, it sounds like the Tesseract or something, some, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like Rome, New York is still top of mind for me for next year. And I know just mm-hmm. kind of, I, I, I think maybe you might be considering it for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As long as that works orders open i'm gonna drive across it and it's it's a four-hour drive for me so so good so yeah we're we we have notes as donnie would say we have notes done babbit and i we were chatting about it too so getting as many people over there as possible so yeah man very cool well yeah let's uh tell everybody over all the things are you've got all all the stuff the, the streaming and the podcast and stuff tell everybody where they can find all your good stuff dude yeah probably the best uh place to find me is just on twitter uh twitter slash eldorn 14 um and i post everything links to everything there uh it's probably the best place to follow me very cool man well thanks again for being on the show my friend this is awesome yeah and thank you sean uh it's been so fun getting to know you over the last yeah, couple months too. a little bit better spending some time time with you playing some games and uh yeah i've really appreciated your support you've been been there kind of helping me out a bit and uh yeah, promoting some of myself stuff a little bit and especially with extra life and it's been really appreciated so i just wanted to say thank you i'm telling you guys the people who are starting podcasts like right from scratch the people who are doing it right now they are doing it better than any of us ever did back in the day, dude. <laughs> we started podcasts like I was doing the show in 20... When was the first? 2015. December... Tw- oh, dude! I Man, I literally just as we speak, I'm realizing this. We're coming up on six years. I got to give uh, Seamus Mullins a call here, dude. We, uh, we're coming up on six... We're in December. This is it. We did it. December 2015 was the very first episode of We The Gamer Cast, as you know it here as like in this style we the gamer cast used to exist for those who don't know uh as part of a, a website called we the nerdy.com that's where i first started into all this stuff writing and stuff for them um used to be a show that was sort of like you know news and topics and four people around a table talking about video games that kind of thing and then that fell apart 
We started doing it in this way. December 2015 was when that happened. Dude, we're six years. This show is turning six, and I'm gonna... I'll figure out exactly what day it is, because I'm obviously just a little off script right now at the moment, but that is so cool. What the heck was I even talking about before I got on there? I'll listen back to the tape and remember that I probably could have been doing something else. Oh, oh, people are doing this really well. Um, I went I went afterwards, and because uh, I learned just at, at the moment that you guys did that, that Andrew's doing this podcast, Eldorn's Nerdy Travels, so good. Latest episode on December 3rd was uh, all about Final Fantasy fourteen and congratulations and shout out and excitement all to the Final Fantasy fourteen community. You broke the damn game over the weekend, so hopefully you're having some fun over there, but some really, really cool stuff, and the, the audio quality is excellent. He's He's gonna be. It's gonna be good, you guys. Some of you like to to be there at the at ground zero at the at day one when these podcasts start and watch them grow. I think this is gonna be an exciting one. So go check out Andrew's stuff. Um, all the links are in the show notes for him and for for me as well. If you want to support me, you can tw- uh, reach reach me out. Reach me out. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. The heck else did I want to tell? You? Oh, um, and if you want to support on Patreon, patreoncom Capri at three dollars and up. Um, so if you're at $1 on the Patreon, you're wondering what the heck everything is. It's the $3 tiers and up to get all the exclusive content. The Pants Patreon podcast for Patrons Podcast. That's me and you. You ask me questions. I answer every single one of them. I'm all out of time. There's so much on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Capri. Go support. Go support Andrew. You're amazing. Go spread kindness. Be good to one another. I'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye. Jason! 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 John! 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 John, where are you? Jason! 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 John! 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 Stop! Jason! 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 Jason!